All right, welcome back. As promised, it's one-way conversation on the way to work here on a beautiful Wednesday morning. Uh, we have a week and a half before Christmas. It's uh, it's the calm before the storm here. We're waiting for some heavy snowfall. Before I get into the snow, can I? I gotta ask a rhetorical question. It's rhetorical because there's nobody here to answer it. I don't know if that really makes it rhetorical by definition, but it's rhetorical because I don't expect an answer. What is the shelf life on a bagel? On a Connecticut bagel, I don't know what a shelf life is on a New York bagel, and I don't think I can ever remember taking bagels home to like have the next day. But I just, I, I got a bagel last night on the way home from a bagel shop uh, to make this morning for breakfast. And now I'm not talking like Lenders bagels. I don't know if Lenders even makes bagels anymore. I don't know if I'd ever... I don't know, I guess, are are Lenders bagels even, like, okay to eat? Like, if you do the packaged bagels, are the bagel enthusiasts going to frown on that? I I don't know if there's a line to be drawn uh, where where good and bad bagels ends. But let me tell you something. I went last night on my way home, and I picked up a bagel to have this morning for breakfast, toasted it, threw an egg on it, ate it before the show here. That thing was a fucking rock. I mean, like, loosening my, my jaw hurt for a minute from having to chew so hard. Like, cavemen are looking at me wondering why I would torture myself having to gnaw at something like that. I mean, these motherfuckers ate bark. That's the joke there, I think. I think that was the joke there. Bark, good for roughage? You think, I wonder how the caveman, how a caveman dump was. Not to go down uh, the poop path on the show today. That's uh, Uncle Dino's forte, so I don't want to step on his toes for his eventual poop podcast, which I'm sure is in the works. I don't know. What would Dino's poop podcast... I guess the the poop podcast. Pierre's poop podcast. You had to take a little uh, creative license there, change his name, call himself Pierre. Pete's Poop Podcast. I don't know why I'd go French with it. But not to step on his toes here, but caveman dumps, I wonder how tightly coiled they were. I mean, they didn't deal with... They're just eating off the land, right? I mean, it was probably a lot of nuts, you know, a lot of protein, meats, leaves, roughage and that. They'd chew it on on bark and shit. I wonder how their shits were. If they were comfortable, if they, if, if I wonder if a guy, if a caveman was ever constipated. I wonder if a caveman ever had hemorrhoids. It's, it's it's curious. I mean, they probably didn't spend as much time sitting. By wonder the pushing could have caused issues. I'm saying like they didn't sit at a desk. You know, these guys weren't. Isn't that funny? Thinking about like the evolution of man thing. In the, be- in the beginning, they're all hunched over, dragging knuckles. And now here we are. It must be the end of times because man is once again hunched over because they're always in a fucking chair at the computer. Eventually, we're just going to revert back to driving knuckles. We're not going to be standing up straight anymore. Except for the few that are, I don't know if it's fighting evolution or trying to maintain evolution, who get the standing desks. I want a standing desk. I do. But is it pain in the ass to get the doctor's note and shit? Do I really need a doctor's note? 
I don't think I need a doctor's note to tell you that standing or limiting your sitting at the very least is better for you. You know what? I think I'm going to do that today. I'm just going to put out a note there. Say, I want a standing desk. My back fucking hurts sometimes. It's not good for my golf game. If summer comes and I have like a little sciatica from sitting, that's, that takes weeks, weeks away from me. That takes Sunday mornings away from me when I want to play golf. Or a Saturday morning away from me if I want to play golf. That in itself. Standing tall at my desk singing the Perfect Strangers theme song. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. And maybe, maybe more comfortable shit's on the horizon if if this whole uh, reverse evolutionary or... Again, I don't know if it's revert. Right, the evolution is hindered by the sitting. So I guess the standing desk is fighting against mankind whose lifestyles are actively fighting against evolution. I'll write it down. If you're confused, I'll write it down for you. I'll send you a diagram of what the fuck I was just talking about. That being said, I don't know how I got... Oh, anyway, the bagel. I don't know how I got from the bagel to evolution, but that seems like the natural thing to go, natural way to go. Um, Yeah, fucking thing was... I got a fake tooth up front, right? Knocked it out when I was a kid. Thought I was going to fucking loosen the motherfucker. Biting into this bitch. Oh, my God. What is the fucking shelf life on a bagel? I feel like it should be a little more than 12 hours. I bought it at maybe 5.20 last night. I bit into it at just about 7.20 this morning. 14 hours. Maybe it is 12 hours. And I missed my window. Here we go. Here's a Maris. I got a Maris bumper sticker. Should I run him off the road? Your kid sucks. Your kid's an idiot. Going to get into Marist. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Taking shots at Poughkeepsie. Poughkeepsie higher education, that is. Uh, let's see. I know I talked about this uh, before, but let me, I, the, there's no peak of, uh, what's the word? I, we, I, I tried to coin a phrase, but I'm, just, I'm not, a, not a good enough words guy, I guess, to come up with it. Um, it it's like an everyday, an impressive feat of everyday athleticism, all right? Very long. I, maybe I'm too much of a words guy because there's too many words. The, the most impressive feat of everyday athleticism is when uh, the, the soap slips and you're able to grab it in midair in the shower. I've done it, you know, a few times. Nothing more impressive than that. It just, it gives you the feeling that, you know, you still got it. You still have some of that, those instincts. It, you know, I'm 38 years old. And I look at, like, younger athletes. I'm, I, I'm, like, shaking my head at some of them. And I realize if I, even if I was a top athlete, I'd be retired by now, most likely. So, th- just those little everyday feats make me think. They give me the, uh, uh, it just puts in my brain that I still got something to offer when it comes to athletics. And I can judge these, uh, these 20-something-year-old athletes for not being able to hit a baseball 
or uh, you know giving up home runs late in the game that they need that they just need to shut down the other team and get out of the inning or uh, you know dropping a pass on fourth and short something like that I could do if I could catch the soap in the shower I could catch a ball on fourth and short on a, on a rocket from Josh Allen or something I could probably catch one fourth and short on a rocket from like Chad Pennington that may be a little more realistic it goes, you know, when oh, the person in front of me's got hand motions going on. I don't know. Oh, somebody, I don't know if they're, are they thinking that? I never understand. If I'm doing the podcast, I never understand if they think that I'm talking to them. They look in the rearview mirror like, what do you want? What do you want? Or, oh, the hand motions are, uh, I don't know what's going on over there. Are they conducting uh, an opera? Are they telling somebody on their own phone to go fuck themselves? Are they getting pumped up for their own podcast? I don't do the. I do talk my hands a lot, but not on the podcast. You know why? Two hands in the wheel. Ten of two. Hands free. Safest thing to do on the road. Podcasting. It's really a safety issue. Safety first. No texting and driving when you're podcasting. Editing and driving. Much more dangerous. Oh, just, I'm getting turned around. You know, I got to be a little more. <laughs> no, note to self here. I gotta be a little more uh, organized with my thoughts when I sit down for my bi-weekly, no, my bi-monthly podcast in the car. No more hand motions up front. I think we're in the clear. I am really curious what was going on up there, though. Anyway, where were we? Oh, the, uh, you know, those like feats of, I don't get to have these. Moments you don't get to prove your athleticism very often, and you could say, "Well, you you know you play golf, but any athlete will let you know, golfing's not a sport." <laughs> At least when you suck. If I get a little better, then I'll start telling, saying that it is a sport. Uh, but for the purpose of this podcast and for my ego, we're going to say it doesn't count as everyday athleticism. But then again, maybe hitting the perfect golf shot is, but scoring in golf isn't, uh, because uh, hitting hitting a perfect golf shot once is pretty impressive doing it over and over again seems impossible anyway i just don't I, I, if i talk about people beating me in golf there's too many people that can come and be like yeah you're not very athletic if you lose to this guy this guy this guy and this guy every time you go out and play so i'll be back in 2021 i'm gonna smoke everybody and then my then i'll sing a, dip, a much different tune But like when I was a kid, we I could I could just uh, random pickup games, which you know what I don't think kids are gonna do that anymore, man. I remember one time I was out in front of my grandmother's house with uh, my Sunday poor co-host, our grandmother's house, his great grandmother, my grandmother, and um, just some kids wanted it. We had, we, I don't know if we were outside playing football or we just saw them play. I don't know how it came to be, but we got challenged to a game two on two, and we just went out. And we torched these kids, and Aunt was the quarterback. I was a receiver, just just burning this kid off the line, catching everything thrown my way, and putting everything you know exactly where he had to. He, Ant was as a quarterback. I'll just put, uh, Ant was uh, if I give a scouting report. Ant had the uh, the arm of Dan Marino, the accuracy of Drew Brees in his prime, and uh, the clutch. 
the clutch gene of Joe Montana. He's really he had he had it all as far as being a quarterback. It made my job easy. I was a great receiver, but he made my, it made my job easy. You know, that's it. I, I as a receiver, I was a cross between uh, I don't know. I guess and those kids maybe didn't know what was was coming their way. Those kids did not know what hit them. But you know, we used to. I used to happen all the time. I'd pick up pick up football games or wiffle ball games where you could kind of do your thing. And again, another sport you don't want to fight. I play me and Ant in is wiffle ball. We'll torture. Although the last time we played, well, we were a little we were a little bit drunk. We were playing kids who were in their in their primes, and we didn't maybe weren't really ready for them. We were playing our his little brother, my little cousin, and we weren't really ready. His buddy, and we weren't quite ready for the fact that they had taken that next step. And we haven't played since. Now, it's not by choice. I want to go. I need to go back out there and play again because I need to kick his ass. Because uh, again, I'm confident, overly confident, they could do it. Um, but other than that, you didn't want to play us in uh, wiffle ball. You didn't want to play us in beer pong. Unbeatable in beer pong, and you know we don't get we don't get those opportunities anymore to fucking display our prowess. But I guess that's why we're doing podcasts now. That's why the the teamwork has never ended. You know, from from pickup football through beer pong through podcasting. There you go. Don't forget to listen to Sunday Pour. Then we have our Die Hard episode tomorrow. We we'll tape it tomorrow night. Uh, die Hard. We're not going to debate whether it's a Christmas movie or not. It is a Christmas movie. That's all you need to know. That's why we're doing it the week before Christmas. The week before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring. All right. Well, yeah, that was. I, I'm not sure if any of this was coherent. Actually, I, I, I'm sure that none of it was coherent. But I appreciate you listening. I'm gonna go back to uh, my regularly scheduled commute. Maybe, and I won't be back tomorrow because there's some snow coming. You're lucky. You dodged me today, weatherman. I didn't go all in on the weatherman today. I just just know that today is their day to shine, that they walk a little bit taller when it's going to be, gonna, when our lives are turned upside down, the weatherman, the weatherman thrives. The weatherman loves it. The weatherman just can't wait for his moment in the sun, in the spotlight for the day. This morning on the local news, oh, now we're sending it over to this weather schmuck. He's really busy today. Well, yeah, fucking A, man. He's a fucking weatherman. He's supposed to, if he's busy... He's got, so what? He's got a job. Nobody ever goes. Oh, you're really busy today. Yeah, motherfucker. I'm just. I. That's that's how my job is. When I'm busy, I'm busy. When I'm not, I'm not. Oh, you're really busy today. Fuck the weather, man. Fuck you, local weather guy. Soaking up all the adoration, and soaking up all the pity. Maybe just pity for being busy. What? And then the other guy was like, "Well, it's really hard to uh, to predict how much snowfall." Well, listen, motherfucker. You put a whole goddamn map of Connecticut out there. And you're saying, oh, 8 to 14 inches. Well, it's a big fucking state, and I don't think I don't think that Stanford is going to have the same amount of snowfall that uh, Litchfield has. It just doesn't work that way. They're not neighbors, all right? It's an hour away or something, an hour and a half away. I don't know. Like, you know we don't expect to, to you to be right anyway, but you're 8 to 14 inches. I mean, you're giving, you're giving it 6-inch, you know, uh, buffer there so it's not like you're breaking it down all that you're not pinpointing it exactly 
So get the fuck over yourself. So oh, it's really hard to predict how much snowfall. I don't give a shit. I'm not going out there with a measuring stick tomorrow. Be like, oh, that motherfucker said six, six to eighteen, or six to fourteen, and it's uh, it's, and it's four and a half inches. I just when when it's a dud though, when they call it, when they call it a monster storm and it's a dud, that's the worst. And not because, and it's just for planning purposes. I don't care that they got it wrong. But it's like, you know, you you kind of plan around the snow and say, well, I may have to work from home one day or leave early, whatever it might be. And then you have all this planning, and then all of a sudden you go out there and there's no, there's no flakes. You're like, oh, all right, well, I got ready now. Nothing has changed. I'm going about my life like regular. So we'll see. We'll see how right there. They expect it to be this snow. I'm sure they have a new term for it every year. A new term shows up. Snow bomb snow event uh, I don't know they, they always come up with new shit it's, it's never I mean they, they just like to debut new terms they got the weather PR guys are just out and out there all all off season is trying to come up with something uh, to, to, to put on the bottom scroll of a local newscast so we'll see we'll get the snow bomb out of the way and uh, there's always a chance if I am driving tomorrow, which I don't think I will be, but if I am, there's always a chance that I'll be doing another show. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, in the meantime, have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll be back here as soon as I can with uh, more one-way conversation. Peace.